Did you hear the big news? We started a private university. We are rolling out a new design certificate program and a master's degree program along with our Design Suite Mastermind. We have new enrollment dates coming up for these programs. And if you want to watch a 10-minute video and learn more, go to designsuitecourses.com learn. Welcome to the Make and Design Podcast. I'm your host, Karina Gardner. On this podcast, we're unraveling the everyday joys and dilemmas of design, making, and business. For makers who want to be designers and for designers who are makers, this is your inside scoop to help you grow your business and bring more creativity to your life. Hey guys, today I thought I would talk to you about Chow Bella. So if you are on the podcast, I'm going to try to explain it as best I can verbally. This is probably why I've decided most designers don't have a podcast because we want to show everything. So if you're not on the YouTube channel, you should come over and subscribe because I'm going to talk to you about my new line coming out just a week away called Chow Bella. And um, the name, if you want to know, comes from the fact that we were trying to plan a trip. In fact, we fully planned a trip to Italy and couldn't go. And the reason we couldn't go was because of COVID. And so everything was planned and we had to cancel the whole thing. So this is my, um, I really want to be in Italy (laughs) line. And instead I'm designing at home line. And a lot of this you're going to see the feel was, um, I was feeling like um, vintage tablecloths, um, your grandma's um, linenware, but updated. And so you're going to get that feeling throughout the entire line. Um, I thought it was interesting that I went that way because it has been a long time since I've used a peach in a line. I remember when I was, um, how old was I? I was a teenager. I had my own bedroom and my parents let me paint my room, whatever color I want. And I totally painted it bright peach. And, um, I probably got sick of that color. So it's taken me um 25 years to get back to the peaches and if i do say so myself it's done in such a fun and fabulous way that i hope that you also love the modern up to you know take with this whole thing so the master in this line which took me a hot second to get right you guys um looks like this it's navy for those of you on the podcast it's navy it's really big bouquets of um flowers um and little ferns and stuff coming out of it. There's quite a bit of cream and light pinks and um, kind of some darker reds, um, so that it's a pretty grounding fabric. So the navy version of this is probably my favorite. It's also, if you um, have seen me with my handbook for Design Suite, my design program, if you've seen any of that, you'll see that we actually have, the cover is currently in Chabella. I don't know if it'll stay that way or if in repeats or reprints we'll do my next fabric line, um, but it is in the navy version and we have a light blue version. So I'm holding up the light blue version for any of you who are on the YouTube channel and it uses a lot of the same inner colors. So like the same dark red, the pinks and the creams to make up the main flowers in this. And I really, really like it. It's just like the soft version of the navy. The navy to me is edgier um, and is really fun. Now, if you are going for total sweetness, the master that you are probably interested in is the light pink. So there's a light pink background. And by the way, especially if you're on the podcast, 
I really am differentiating between pink and a light peach. We, we use both together, which is crazy because I didn't think I could use the two of them together. And somehow in this line, they magically mixed well together. You know, when like colors you don't expect play nice together, that's what happened in this line. So I'm really, really happy with the way it turned out. Um, the pink background, um, we really did change out all of the um, lighter pink flowers into blues and navies so that those three masters would go together and there'd be lots of synergy in that, okay? I have really liked this master. I've used it on my tumblers. If you guys have been watching me do the sublimation files um, on my YouTube channel, because I uh, love, love, love the sublimation process, I've been doing a ton with Chow Bella, and that has been super fun, super duper fun. Okay, the secondary in this line was actually the first fabric I designed. And if you heard me talk about right now or previously, um, I have been trying to finish my 2023 collection. Um, I started with my master this time around. So this is my secondary and this, it really stabilized the colorways. I believe I started with, I have a darker pink color and then I used a dark orange. It reads as a dark red on this fabric, but it's actually a dark orange and the dark orange is rarely used in the rest of the line. It's just used a little bit, but it's because of the way it reads. Um, it reads as a dark red. It's actually a dark orange, which is crazy. Um, I really enjoyed making this line. Um, I think what was the most fun about designing these flowers was just sitting and really figuring out the illustration process and how do we make something intricate without colorful. And that that was an interesting process to go through. I actually, some of you might remember in 2021, I actually got a hotel room away from my family for a day and locked myself in to design this line. And this was what came out of it. It was the secondary for this. So there's dark pink with a little bit of orange in it as the main stroke line. Um, out of that came, and this is like the secondaries are more of my edgy pieces, um, a light pink background with a navy for the main intricate roses and flowers and petals and everything. And the last one is probably one of my favorite colorways ever is a kind of a darker yellow with a pink rose, a pink um, stroke line. And this is, I always call these my lemonade colors, especially when I can use orange, pink, and yellow together. They're like my citrus colors. And I just, I love pink and yellow together. It's like lemonade, right? So I call them my citrus color scheme. And I really rarely have used them, if ever, in a fabric line. I use them really often for scrapbooking lines that I've done. Um, I've done some branded stuff, physical products with it, but I've never done it in a fabric line. So this is kind of like my first hint of doing that. And it was just really, really fun. I love the secondary on this. And it's crazy. I haven't used it very much for other products yet, but I think, I think you're going to see me really starting to use it more. Okay. Um, after that, we have a number of blenders in the Chabella line. And the one that took me the longest that some of you might have seen me post on social media on my Instagram channel, which is just at Karina Gardner, um, a while back about, and I'll try to uh, revive or make a new video on it, is creating damask. So I love teaching damask in my design suite program because I think it's a really cool way to build intricacy, but symmetry at the same time. And um, one of the things that I showed uh, a year ago was how ugly 
the damask is when it gets started and it was like i think i had it in a green color just so i could like see the differentiation in the contrast um you would never know that that same damask would turn into this damask so i'm showing a pink fabric with white and then there's quite an intricate if you can see like there are intricate pieces within the line it's really elegant um this one was interesting because it went back and forth between the computer and the ipad actually several times to get it exactly right and it went through a lot of changes the blue there's a blue version with a navy intricate piece i think that's kind of upside down i mean it could go either way but i like it up this way it's probably my favorite damask i've ever made and then there is a peach version with uh, yeah it's that dark orange again on the peach which seems a little bit crazy you guys will have to come over to the youtube channel to look at it but it does not read peach it reads dark red or i mean orange it doesn't read orange it reads dark red um, which is the crazy thing and if you really i'm going to put both of these up the pink versus the peach you can see they somehow crazily go together so um, when i started playing with these colors i was like please let this work please please <laughs> okay um an, a blender that i have that's a little more intricate than the other two blenders is this floral that i have it's a tiny tiny floral floral it uses the buds it's um it's meant to feel old like a vintagey piece like the navy um, background with a little bit of yellow and a tiny bit of blue it's meant to feel like an old timey piece a bit and then there's a version in the light blue that has the two uh, layers of pink actually it's a dark pink in the peach so we mix those together and then the last thing i did was an overall yellow so i didn't mix any colors in it it's just got a light yellow background and it has dark yellow for uh, and white for the two um, layering colors i did that on purpose because yellows are really tough and very often i find that i need a contrast in my um, fabric line and like a good pop of yellow or a pop of pink you know most of the line is pink and peach and navy and it's like i just needed one extra color so that i could mix into the mix if i needed it for you know a quilt or something else so that's why this yellow ended up being in this line because it's such a good blender um for kind of more of a tone on tone look i have these little they're not true fleur de lises um, they're kind of a fake Florida lease. I, I'm very typically try to keep everything really symmetrical. And this is where I kind of got out of my own comfort zone and made these little patchworks of Florida leases. This is a yellow with pink on it. And this is the strike off. So the color isn't exactly going to be this when you go purchase this line. Then I have a light pink with a dark pink version on top. I'm going to get it really close. That way you can see those little, those little, they're like a Florida lease shape, but they're like widened out and then a navy with a light pink. And I really usually like to have a few blenders with like two-tone colors or two colors like a navy and a pink together because you never know when you're gonna use them. 
Okay, this was a crazy one, and if you're in Design Suite, you'll know it's a little crazy to build textures in Illustrator, it just is. And I built this, it was a marbling pattern, and I really wanted a marble, and it took quite a bit of time to get it on repeat. Getting textures on repeat is something that's really difficult to do, um, and we've had several Design Suite members do it very successfully, which is awesome. So I have a pink marble pattern with a, a white marbling in it, and then we have a navy version, as well and we have a peach version and the thing that's so interesting when you design a line and and those were all the strike offs is that you will have a gazillion pieces that no one will ever see <laughs> never <laughs> they'll never see it um which is so crazy when you think about it just how many pieces get put into a collection and which ones actually end up coming out and going to market. There are lots of pieces that never made it. And the number of changes, the color changes, the pattern changes, the scale. Oh my gosh, this was one of those lines. I actually struggled with scale. I rarely struggle with scale. But I printed the first round of these on black and white. I do it on black and white on purpose because I don't want the color to mess with me. And I was, I just couldn't believe how large the scale was. Everything was off. I ended up going down multiple times in repeat sizes on this particular line. And I'm really happy with where the scales ended up, but it took a few versions of printing it out to get it to the right place. Anyway, hope, hopefully you guys enjoyed that. I don't know how often designers, I, I mean, I'm sure some designers go through and talk about some of their processes, but it's, um, or processes, but it is building a collection, um, you know, now that I do it and it's been years of doing it, it feels very effortless. But I really remember the first couple of lines I made, and especially because I was in Photoshop, not Illustrator, and how difficult it was and how I spent all day fixing all the things and making it perfect. And it was hard. So if you are a new designer, a new surface pattern designer, trying to figure it out, first of all, I'm going to tell you there's lots of hope. Second of all, you should spend as much time as possible learning how to build great collections, not one-off patterns. Anyone can build a one-off pattern, anyone. Very few designers build amazingly good collections, very few. Um, it just takes time. It usually takes a little bit of mentorship, someone else looking at it with you to get it to the right place. Um, and that's, that's really how you, you get better. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you are on the podcast, will you please do me a favor and leave me a review? It helps so much. It allows others to find out more about design. And if you have an abundance mindset, which I hope you do, because I like the people who are listening to me, know that there's lots of room for everyone. You just need to develop your own specific look and skill and style, and you'll be able to make it in this industry. And so you have an abundance attitude about what can be done and who you can invite. I hope that you will leave me a review, and I just appreciate it so much. If you're on the YouTube channel, I would love for you to subscribe. Um, that helps me know who's watching and what videos you are enjoying me making, and I will just try to keep making more of them. Hey, did you know that you can visit me at makeanddesign.com to learn more about this podcast and join my VIP group for weekly freebies? I can't wait to see you there.